Hello and welcome back. Again, we're here at the IMCA Annual Conference in San Diego, May 2017. And one of the speakers here at the conference is the very well-known Fred Reich, attorney with Drinker Biddle. And uh, Fred, uh, welcome to the conference. Well, thank you. Good to be here. So, Fred, you represent clients on issues with the DOL, SEC, FINRA, on ERISA, and a host of related issues. And here you're speaking at the conference uh, on the topic of the DOL rule and the retirement landscape. What are you telling there? Well, the, the focus of the discussion and the focus of my presentation is the DOL fiduciary rule. It's a new rule, actually so new it doesn't even apply until June 9th, uh, that says that whenever an advisor to a plan or to a participant in the plan or to an IRA, and that's a big, that's a really significant part of it, that an advisor to a person who owns an IRA makes a recommendation about how to invest the IRA. They have to act in the best interest of the investor. In other words, they have to put the interest of the investor and doing the right job for the investor ahead of their own, ahead of any money they might make by virtue of their advice. And while that seems like an obvious thing, it's actually a new rule. The, rule, the rules have not previously required that. Correct. And so is it actually going to get implemented? Yeah, it, it, it will. The, the first wave of implementation will be June 9th. I think we have a lot of confidence that that will come in on June 9th, that it won't be delayed any further, uh, and, and that uh, people should mark their calendar. Beginning on that date, your advisor is a fiduciary. They have to look out for you. Uh, and then the next date is January 1st of next year, uh, and the rules are going to change some between now and then, but I don't think the fiduciary rule will change much, and maybe there will be some more disclosures or less disclosures after January of next year. But, but the heart and soul of it go into place on June 9th. So, so Fred, uh, tell me, uh, I have read uh, multiple times in industry uh, journals and magazines that uh, the big uh, uh, asset managers have put multiple millions into analyzing and seeking to understand this role. Well, why has it been so complicated? Why do they have to spend that much money to figure it out? Well, there, there's two parts to the rules. The first part is the fiduciary rule that I was talking about. The second part says if, if when you give advice to a plan or an IRA, you have a conflict of interest. Uh, in other words, if, if the IRA owner or the plan makes uh, pays you more money if they follow your advice rather than just having a level fee, that's a conflict of interest where you're affecting where the advisor is affecting his own compensation. Then there are all kinds of conditions that attach to permit conflicts of interest. In other words, the, the government, the Department of Labor, is saying you really have to jump through a bunch of hoops, some of which have turned out to be very expensive, uh, in order to uh, have these conflicts. So for the advisors, like many of those at this conference that have no conflicts, they aren't putting that kind of money into compliance. But for some of the large organizations that do have more conflicts, uh, for example, they have affiliated mutual funds. or So it's not just that they, they're making money on the advice, but they're also making money on the products. That's a conflict. And they have to, to satisfy all those conditions, some of which, in my opinion as well, are overly onerous, then yes, it can be very, very expensive. 
Okay, so so do you see any kind of uh, effort on the Trump administration to alleviate some of the things? You haven't sounded very positive so far. Uh, uh, are they look? Aren't they looking to uh, make this easier on advisors? Yes, they are. I mean, uh, hopefully that's not my personality that's making us sound so negative. Um, but it, 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 um, that the Trump administration, in fact, the president himself, signed a presidential memorandum just a couple months ago where he directed the Department of Labor to look at the, the rule as currently drafted and to determine whether it uh, would, would cause additional expenses to be charged to investors, whether it would deprive investors or at least some of them of advice, like small investors, whether it would limit the number of products they could actually invest in so that they wouldn't have a full range of investment alternatives available. Uh, and the, the president said, look at those three issues. And if you, the Department of Labor, find that any of them are going to negatively affect investors, then I want you to rework the rules. And at this point, essentially, the Department of Labor has between now and December 31 to get that done. I believe it will result in some of the rules, particularly one called the best interest contract exemption that people refer to as BICE or BIC by its acronym. Uh, I think particularly that one will be simplified and the conditions uh, for using it, the requirements, will be made uh, less burdensome and less expensive. Okay. And, uh, well, is that positive enough? Well, that's, <laughs> that's getting there here. It depends on uh, what happens uh, with the Trump administration here. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what's happening with the SEC? Because this is a DOL rule, right? Mm-hmm. It is a DOL rule. Um, there is some, one of the problems in terms of bureaucracy is that you've got multiple agencies. You've got uh, the Department of Labor that oversees advice to plans, participants, and IRAs. You've got the SEC that oversees advice about any securities. You have state-by-state insurance departments that oversee advice about annuities and insurance. You've got FINRA that oversees advice given by broker-dealers. And it's just a mishmash of acronyms and agencies uh, that can impose multiple level of requirements. Uh, the securities industry would prefer that the SEC and only the SEC write the rule, but that's a little defective because you still have insurance products. Uh, so I think what needs to happen is there needs to be better coordination among the agencies. And if, if Trump could do anything about that, I would prefer for him to uh, push for coordination. So not so much that each one couldn't do their own job where they have specialized knowledge, but so that the rules in combination didn't impose conflicting or overlapping requirements on advisors that, that, that increased their expense, which, of course, they're, they're going to need to pass through them to the investor. So it, it can be done better, no doubt. So, Fred, anybody who has questions or issues and would like uh, some direction from uh, your firm, where, where would they go? Well, they, they can go to uh, two places as a starting point. One is I have a blog. And it's uh, my name, Fred Reich, F-R-E-D-R-E-I-S-H, nine letters, no periods, dot com. And I've got a blog, and they can contact me through there. And there's a lot of material on there uh, that if they're interested, they can read. Um, And they can also sign up for a weekly newsletter of sorts. Uh, Then there's the firm's website. You'd go to Drinker, www.drinker, D-R-I-N-K-E-R, middle, B-I-D-D-L-E, dot com. And just search my name, Fred Reed, uh, and you'll find me and my contact information on there. Okay, so Fred, final words for our listeners here. Uh, I, I think that um, 
you know, as the, as the baby boomers age in particular, uh, they're, they're going to get into a whole new set of issues. Up till now, they've had the issues that the millennials now have, which is how do you accumulate enough money to retire? And how, how do you I don't know how much to save? How much do you save? How do you invest it? How do you get from here to there over your working career? Boomers, though, are now coming to the end of that. They're, they're leaving what's called accumulation, and they're going to decumulation, meaning they're going to be withdrawing their money, probably out of an IRA. Uh, you want a high-quality advisor to help you with that. Uh, somebody whose prices are reasonable, so you don't pay too much in fees. Uh, somebody who listens to you and invests according to your needs and circumstances. Uh, somebody who doesn't put you at too much risk. Somebody who helps you know how much you can withdraw each month so that the money will probably last forever. Because if you look at the data, the people over 65 are increasing their life expectancy at a dramatic level. A husband and wife age 65 now have, it's about a one-third chance that one of them will be alive at 95. How are, you going to, how are you going to have enough money to last for 30 years? What kind of advice is going to help you last for 30 years? Okay, Fred, thank you very much. Again, we've been talking with Fred Reich of Drinker Biddle. And uh, Fred, where are those offices out of? Uh, we're a national firm of about 600 attorneys. I'm in the L.A. office, so oh, okay. that, would, that would be my home base. Okay, great. So talking with Fred Reich of Drinker Biddle, and uh, you've uh, been with us here at the IMCA Annual Conference in uh, May 2017, and we'll be right back.